This morning's reading is from John chapter 1. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Thank you, Pete. Let us pray. Lord, we want to thank you for your love, for the way you call and speak to each of us. May our hearts be open to your promptings. May we hear your voice in whatever is said or sung or spoken. Guide us and help us. Amen. This morning, I'll be trying to help us to look at Jesus, the hope of belonging, which I have to say is rather ironic in the world's view, that is, given the reading that we had today. Because as Pete read, he was, Jesus was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Hmm. Not much sense of belonging there, is there? Not much sense of welcome as we try to understand it. And regularly throughout his life, Jesus was rejected by the very people who should have been welcoming him with open arms, a place where he should have felt belonging and being known. We sometimes think that belonging is about looking the same. And in some ways, Jesus looked like many of them. He was male, he was a leader with disciples, he was Jewish, and from the line of David, no less. He certainly had knowledge and understanding, and he loved God passionately, knowing God intimately. And there we come across the problem. God is not like the way people believed God to be, and Jesus wanted to change that. So Jesus was excluded. He had no space to belong. And so John, from the Bible, from the Gospel reading, goes on to explain, Yet all who did receive him, those who believed, believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, because he knew that that is what God desired, for us to have that choice to be his children. Jesus wanted to show that we can all belong if we choose to. It won't be forced on us. And this is completely 
completely different to the way that the religious leaders of Jesus' time were offering belonging. Belonging was about conforming with everybody else. And in some instances, this has its place. For instance, if you belong, like me, to a group of people who can drive, we know we have to follow the highway code and drive on the left-hand side of the road. We have to conform. If we didn't, it would be chaos if we didn't conform in those situations. Though I have to admit, that example is not always culturally appropriate. Because I know there is a saying that some say about India that goes, you drive on the left-hand side of the road and we drive on what's left. Let me show you. There we go. This was pictures I took when I was with Bishop's Youth Council in India a few years ago. And in India, driving like this does work. Everybody gets around and it is fine, possibly because of the different forms of transport. So we have to think about different settings for ourselves. Everything I say will not be appropriate. You have to think about how that relates to you. So for us, belonging in God, which Jesus offers, and it's about you being uniquely you. Jesus is the Messiah, and he knew it. But he wasn't the Messiah that some people thought he should be. He is the Messiah that he knew he had to be, who he naturally was, no matter what other temptations tried to make him otherwise. We are not called to be each other. We are called to be ourselves. And we don't need to change that in order to belong. You are called to be you. And the hope of truly belonging is in that. You may have a different style, but you can still belong. You may be a different colour, and you can still belong. You may be a different size, and you can still belong. We all belong in God's family, and we are deeply loved as we are. And from that place of love and security, we can live out our part, valuing ourselves and valuing each other, growing in depth of faith, sharing our lives, growing in skills, becoming the best that we each can be in our way. There are lots of different ways to think about how you might play your part and adding to the whole. And I'm sure you can come up with things of your own, but here is one to set you thinking. That's an orchestra. And if you could peer very closely, you might recognise someone on it, because Nina passed me these pictures. Each instrument in an orchestra has a part to play. Some more so, some less. It depends on the music being played. 
that a cello can't play the part of a trumpet. And an orchestra would sound distinctly different and possibly quite odd if you had as many trombones as you had violins. Each person learns to play their part well because they know it makes a difference to the whole sound. Also, those instruments can be used in a completely different way to form different types of music. And when they are, it requires a different skill to be learnt. The same would work for those who are in choirs, when people who are in a band. Who's, who's ever been in a choir, an orchestra or band? You see, you know what I'm talking about. You know the part that you play. You can understand it. Or who enjoys eating or cooking? You like one or the other, most of us anyway. Think about the ingredients that go into it. You'd never think about using the same amount of herbs as you use flour. It would be disgusting. I've accidentally used a tablespoon of one spice rather than a teaspoon, and the result had to be thrown away. It was foul. Each part adds to the whole in its unique way. And we are constantly learning about new flavours. It's one of the wonders of being in Leicester, the joy and variety of food that we have on our doorstep. And even food that we know can be cooked differently. Last week, how many of us say, I really enjoyed the barbecue sweet corn kernels last week. I've never had them before. I've had sweet corn tons of times. But that was a new way of enjoying it one I would like to go back to another time. If you've watched Bake Off, you will have noticed over the years how different it is now that we have people from different cultures, different backgrounds being part of it, and how that changes the flavours and the variety of things they use. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but people are open to explore and try, creating a sense of value and belonging for everyone. And this is what Jesus did. He treated people, the way he treated people attracted a whole load of people who others thought should be excluded. And we are called to follow Jesus' example, giving space and value to everyone. And that doesn't mean that we have to diminish ourselves. Last week, think of the Christingle. Lovely. We all stood round the edge with our Christingles in our hands. And we could use one candle to light the next candle. That didn't diminish the candle that the first person was holding. It merely gave light to the next person. And then they could share their light. And they could share their light until all of us, together, could light up the place that we are in. When Jesus spoke again to people in our passage, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We don't need to live in darkness.
because he gives us the light and calls us to pass that light on. So our final slide. Some of you may recognise those sweets in the top corner because we made those um, when we were at the holiday club. And you put the sweets in a ring and then the colours all blend together. And it has a wonderful effect, as you can see. But unlike the experiment that we did, when we get together, our colour and brightness individually can be shared, but it doesn't diminish us of our colour and our difference. Belonging to God enhances it. And we, who are children of God, and by being here, we have chosen to accept Jesus' invitation to receive the Holy Spirit, to try and follow in Christ's footsteps, live in God's way, so others might know that they can belong too. It's not, we don't, we're not just here for us. We're here for everybody we meet every day of the week. I admit, sometimes I am called to shine, as you might want to call it, to be up front, like I am here today. But at times it's really good to step back and enjoy someone else's light. And I really enjoy that we have a variety of people who speak, because I can sit there and think, ah, I would never have thought of that. That is just stunning. I really like that. And if we don't give space to each other, we don't get those opportunities. But I am still me in whichever situation I am in, whether I am here or sat in a pew or somewhere else. So be you. Whether you are shining brightly or enjoying other people's light, be you. Jesus was sometimes leading at the front, other times he hid away to be with God, or he passed quietly through the crowds and no one noticed him. But he always noticed others. And the Gospels are littered with examples. The woman at the well, the widow's might, when the lady gives two copper coins. When he reassures the blind boy he had healed when the blood was being given a hard time. The woman who was bleeding, whom no one else even saw. Jesus always noticed others. So make space. Make space for others. It's something we can all do because we can all belong. It's what God has called us to. It's the example that Jesus lived and that the Holy Spirit enables. We are all called to this hope because we all belong. Amen.